I'm gonna, pin, that, I'm, gonna uh, I'm gonna pin you just so I can stare at your beautiful face, man. Welcome to Stand Up Stand Up, presented by IT Misfits. This is where tech professionals and comedy intersect daily in your new favorite stand-up meet. Each episode has two parts, a roundtable discussion on an IT topic, and then an open source open mic, where each comic shares or works on a stand-up comedy bit. At the end of the week, we perform our final crafted bit. Just like any good stand-up meeting, we try to make these short and valuable. Hopefully, this brings a smile to your day, gives you something to think about, and most importantly, gives you something funny you can share with other IT professionals. All right, with me today are my fellow misfits, Samuel Hernandez, Matt Campisi, and Tim Stevens. My name's Jerry Black. Let's get into it. Okay, a quote for today is, I can is 100 times more important than IQ. That is Albert Einstein. Say it again. I, miss, you, I can. So I, I can. Oh, I can. A hundred times more important than IQ. So mm -hmm. Albert Einstein. I just thought that was a good Ooh. one, especially with all the learning stuff that we're doing this week. I love uh, it, which speaking of which, today we'll be talking about Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. But before we get into that, let's do some open source comedy. And today we're starting with Tim Stevens. I'm one of those parents that I like to eat with my kids at lunch, at school, but with the rising prices, uh, we haven't been doing it as much. But yesterday I did, and I love the look on his face when I you know, walk up to his lunch table and place the McDonald's bag on the table, and then you know he opens up the bag and he pulls out that that square pizza and that chocolate cake that I've got him. And he's like, dad, where did this come from? I said, well, you know, the, the free lunch line over there, uh, it was, you know, a little short today. So I jumped in there and, and grabbed you some lunch. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got to work on that. But the, I, the spin there is that I, I actually bring in the yeah. fries. Rem the hey, fries. where, where did this come from? Well, remember last week when we had McDonald's? Yeah. I saved the bag. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, up next is Samuel. All right. So, you know, we had a, a, a big event uh, here in the community uh, yesterday, and there's a whole bunch of kids running around acting, you know, like kids. And, and I just, it kind of made me, it reminded me of like the old school yard rules. Kind of like when you wanted to give somebody your word, they would say, like, put that on something. And then you would say, I'll put that on my new shoes. And like, no, put that on your mama. And then you know things got serious. Or when they wanted you to do something, like, I dare you. You're like, no, oh, maybe not. Or I double dog dare you. You know, or how about no tag backs? Can we do that for help desk tickets? Because sometimes, like, <laughs> when we re reassign these tickets, <laughs> I'm assigning this to you, no tag backs. No tag backs. I like that. That's good. That's a good line. I, hopefully, that you could take that. You could take that to work with you today. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I never heard that first one. What is the first one? I put this on your mama. I don't. Oh know yeah. So like, like, oh yeah, I can, I can jump three feet high or whatever it is, right? You're like, no, you can. Like, yes, I can. Put that on your mama. Like what? Like oh dang. Wow, I, like I swear it. Child. Swear it. I swear on it. Yeah. Swear it, especially if you swear. Uh, all right. Well, That's I think uh, just out of just out of uh, just. 
purely stating it, Samuel's uh, tickets, no take backs is uh, <laughs> is outstanding. A uh, little takeaway for today. Yeah. All right. Like uh, so great work, everybody. Uh, with that said, let's get into Dale Carnegie's book about how to win friends and influence people. Samuel, take it away. Awesome. This is actually one of the most influential books that, that I've ever read. Um, it was given to me by my father uh, many, many years ago. I have one of the older, older kind of edition copies. Oh. And inside, I mean, it's all it's all jacked up, right? It's been it's been around my and this is uh, the library is going to want first, that back sooner or later, Samuel. I'm right? just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. The tag is still in there. I'll, I'll give it back eventually. Um, and in there is this is the first business related book my dad gave to me. And now it's yours. Enjoy, dad. Wow. Um, yeah, really. So cool. his this is from his father to to him, yeah. to you. Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. And it took me probably 10 years to read it. It sat there. Thanks, Dad. Awesome. And it sat there in the bookshelf for a long time. And I remember going through uh, a phase in Nutanix when I worked there as an engineer trying to move up in my career. And I asked, you know, I became friends with the you know senior director of the uh, engineering team for uh, for the Americas. And, and I asked him for, hey, like, you know, he became a mentor and I asked him, hey, like, you know, what what books do you think I should read to help me kind of like progress in my career? And that was the book. And I was like, all right. All right, dad. All right. You know, I'll read it. Right. And so I did the audio book and I'll be honest, it's not an easy read. The book was actually written in 1937. Right. It stands as the number one of the top five business books ever with 30 million copy or I'm sorry yeah 30 million copies sold it sells about 250,000 copies every year now if you think about it the number one book was written in 1937 with 70 million copies um the number six book right so this is the number four business book ever written with 30 million copies sold number five is who moved my team with also 30 million number six is seven million hmm. so we go from seven to 30 million and what, what really blows me away is how old this book is. It continues to be a number one seller. Uh, it was written in 1937. You would think things would change, but these, but the fundamentals in this book are so core, so solid, they don't change. And it continues to be one of the most recommended books by, you know, coaches, counselors, you know, business coaches, whatever mentors um, that I've ever heard. It continues to be recommended to me when I, because I ask that question often. Because I like to see what other people, people that I look up to are reading. And that book is usually on the list. So uh, all that to say, this book has been around for a long time. And what I love about it is that it doesn't change. And because the core fundamentals are really simple. I mean, there's there's like 30 different kind of rules or, 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 or ideas behind it. Um, but they can kind of be broken down into like six fundamental ways. And and let's just go over that really quick because I think I think it's... It's, it's interesting, right? So, yeah. you know, number one is become genuinely interested in other people. And this is actually a really good sales tactic, right? When you understand the problem, my daddy used to always say, when the problem is well-defined, the solution becomes obvious, right? And I like to say, fall in love with the problem, right? When you're genuinely interested in other people, they tend to be drawn towards you, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I would think even in, also in leadership, right? And management and all of that is 100%. it's a key. It, so, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Cause, and, we, and you can always tell like that fake compliment. Oh, you look great yeah. today. Oh my gosh, you couldn't even have a bad day. You know, Flattery. Yeah. The, yeah. one of the 
fundamental rules that you can't break as part of that is it has to be sincere. You have to mean it. You can't just say, oh, you look, you know, whatever. You have to actually mean it. Yeah. So if you're actually curious about people, kind of, it feels like that's sort of one of those first principles, core principles. If -hmm. you're curious about people, then it really guides, just naturally guides a lot of the rest of your behavior. Yeah. And and so I, I, I love that one. All right. So next one. Uh, the next one is smile, <laughs> man, really? super smile, super simple. And I've done this where, you know, like in our, our, our block in our neighborhood is probably one of the most tightly knit, you know, streets in, in the neighborhood. I've had literally almost like 80% of our neighbors have been inside my house, hung out. We've had drinks, we've eaten, we've broken bread together. Right. While you were home. Well, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Actually, two of them have a key to my house. Okay. Right? And a lot of it began with me just walking the dog and smiling. And it's amazing uh, what happens when you smile and wave at people. It's complete strangers. Half the time, they're like, why is he smiling at me? Yeah, right, right. He's a weirdo. <laughs> and the other times, they actually smile back. And it's sure. just like this genuine, like, oh, wow, someone's smiling. A moment of connection, right? Moment and of connection. I, and I do, I would say, I think from from our video calls, right? Everybody not having their camera on, you never get that smile interaction. So I do try um, more often than not, probably 80, 90% of my meetings, I try to have a camera on at least for a little bit so I can smile and say, hey, welcome in when people join. Yeah, it makes a difference. Matter of fact, in and out has banned masks, face masks in all of their stores unless you have an open your doctor because they have determined that Part of customer service is that non-spoken body language, right? Interesting. It, it breaks yeah. into it. It, it. The 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 book goes into a lot more detail, right? Sure. But it's that non-spoken body language that happens when you smile, you, your posture's up, and, and and all that kind of stuff, right? So <laughs> that's that's one super all interesting. Right. Cool. Number three is remember that a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. Yeah, that's so true. That and the word you, right? Like yeah. they, they've done all kinds of studies on that. And if you, since, since when you send a, like a big message out to people, you can't, obviously you can't name each one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, if you include in the title, you or your, that it, that is, it is significantly more uh, looked at, watched, viewed, wow. whatever else, because hmm. it, oh, me, me, you're it talking is. about me. That's cool. As opposed to, I climb Mount Everest. Everybody goes, oh, cool. Good for you, you know, humble brag. But if you say yeah. how you can climb Mount Everest, you go, wait, what? So- and, and you can put this in practice and, and just real simple. Like when you go to a restaurant and you ask, and you, you know, your waiter comes up, a waitress comes up and you ask them, hey, what's, what's your name? Oh, my name is Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Samuel. Right? Appreciate it. You'll see them like, oh, wow, thank you. You know? Um, I, yeah, I was weird worried about that being over, overly um uh what do you call it? like familiar, you know what I mean? Like like I don't I, I do I do try and do it and I tell the kids, hey, like every time we go, I'll I'll quiz them, not every time, but a lot of time I'll quiz them. Hey, w- what's the waiter's name? What was the the person that mm-hmm. sat us name, right? That sort of thing just so that they get in their mind that that's, that's important. Smart. But man, like the first time it's always just this awkward like Absolutely. hey, hey Tim, could I get some more water? Just would you mind getting me some more water? Just feels like, oh, I don't know. It feels more greasy. I wish I, I would rather their last name. 
Like, hey, Mr. Mr. You know, like, hey, Mr. Stevens, could I get some more water? I would make me feel better than saying, hey, Tim. Well, however you want to do it, but yeah. going back to Atomic Habits, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Right? I mean, you're hitting it. It's it's or, it's it's a simple non it's non-threatening place to do it. Yeah. Well, Jared, going back to your speeding ticket is like uh, getting your check. You know, maybe you would have more luck with the the, the police officer if you said, "Tim, you know, I I really think your attitude on you know giving me the third degree here is a little bit much." I would not address a police officer by their first name in that situation. So, <laughs> officer, a little piece of advice. So, what would yeah. I call him? Waiter, waiter Tim, waiter Stevens. I don't know, I, I, but I, mean, I you like just it. Look closely, you'd be like, I "Listen, like badge two five seven eight. Listen." <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something about your mother. <laughs> go, uh, uh, all right, go ahead, Samuel. Next one. And then um, be a good listener. I think that's self-explanatory, right? Yeah. I think we spend so much time, you know, talking and waiting for our turn to speak. That's it. Uh, and I'm guilty of this, right? Um, that's it. And and if we spent more time listening, I think there'd be a lot less misunderstanding in the world, right? Yep. Absolutely. Don't wait. If you can stop your brain from wait that from thinking about what you're gonna say next and waiting for your turn to say it, and instead mm -hmm. just listen, mm -hmm. um, it it's amazing. And then if both people are doing it, it's, uh, I mean, it it's it's the world of difference. A lot of the time, the problem is because I'm worried that you're not going to do the same thing, so I feel like I need to say my point. So I've got to remember my point. So I so I so I. So I don't necessarily actively listen to you, and and we just we as a as a culture need to work on that. Uh, in America, we need to work on that. I would say. Yeah, and I think I think when it doesn't happen, we need to get better at saying, "Hey, hold on, right?" Tim does a really good job of that. Oh, he's, uh, he's and, the and, best at it. It's so frustrating. <laughs> Mr. Stevens, to you. Yes, sir. You do a great job. Officer of it. I mean, and you do it in a way that's that's firm but not, but respectful, right? Yeah, and so. We have to also, if we feel like we're not being listened to, get better at, you know, uh, in those moments when it's appropriate, demand that the person listens. Yes. At the same time, I would say Tim has these really long pauses at times, and I think it's my turn to talk. And then right about <laughs> when I start to talk is when he starts to talk again. So he and I certainly need to work on our uh, yeah. uh, on our uh, communication or maybe yeah. our love language. Oh, timing. <laughs> the pauses. Timing. The, in we talked about this, Jerry, the other day is the, the pauses, the deliberate pauses in your statements to allow people to comment. That's a skill. That's a skill. And that's also a, an invitation of, Hey, Samuel, I'm about to pause because I'm done with my thought. I hope you listened. And now I want to listen to you. Right. And it's so refreshing and so rare these days. And I, I do think it's a Western cultural thing. Mm -hmm. Jerry, you, you mentioned America. It is. It is because I've been around other cultures across, you know, the pond is what we call it. And you just don't you you you're it's so you're so blown away when you're having conversations with people outside of America because there are pauses and they are listening to you and there is eye contact and so forth. And it's it's definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's habitual to mm -hmm. cut people off and not listen to people for sure. Um, All right. Five is yep, uh, five. talk in terms of other people's interests. Right. Again, this for me, from a sales perspective, understand that I grew up really as an introvert. I remember being definitely not afraid, but just like terrified. Right. <laughs> afraid, <laughs> but terrified. That's not a good afraid, line right there. Terrified. 
uh, of of like these awkward business meetings because I was the engineer. I just give me a problem, go solve it. Where we had to have casual conversation, like, oh my gosh, what do I do with this, right? And so um, this was something that really kind of helped me through. I just I asked them about themselves. I asked them about what they were interested in. I asked them about their day. And then next, you know, you're like, oh, wow, Sam was a great conversationalist. I'm like, I have no idea what I just did. I just asked them about themselves, <laughs> right? Um, so I would, what I would ask is actually just interrupt me. That's my yeah. go-to move. Matt's, Matt's <laughs> go-to move is interruption. So perfect. Uh, all right. That's my love language. Uh, <laughs> love language yeah. oh, that's awesome. So Matt's, wait, Samuel's, wait. Samuel's preferred communication method is interruption. Absolutely. And Matt's preferred or Matt's love, love language, language is interruption. All right, Samuel, uh, what's the next one? And I think this kind of like wraps it all together kind of nice little bow is make the other person feel important and do it sincerely. Right. Sincerely. Yeah. Like, nice like work. that's, that's always been a hard one for me. Like, what does that mean? Do it, but do it sincerely. So I, the last two are hard for me actually. So I need a little, <laughs> I could use a little more guidance on these. Well, the book goes into it. Right. And, and, and so it, it's, it's like, it's it's like old saying if you can, if you can't find nothing nice to say don't say anything at all right like if you can't be if you truly can't be sincere you probably should walk away from the conversation yeah it's probably not a good business deal you know what I'm saying it might not like I I and I've been in situations where I'm like you know what this guy's a complete you know insert bleep here right I'm gonna introduce you to your new sales rep this is not gonna work. Because now, so, now I don't have respect for that person. So, and Sammy, I don't think you mentioned it today, but you did yesterday on every five years, mm -hmm. for example, Atomic Habits, what's your go-to book? I'm doing that today with this particular book. And what I've started doing is actually writing and underlining areas that I thought were were powerful. And what you guys are talking about is flattery. That's one of them, right? Mm -hmm. And I happen to turn to the pages is, one of the pages at the beginning of the book is flattery is telling the other person precisely what he thinks about himself, mm -hmm. what he already knows. And we stop thinking about ourselves for a while and begin to think about the other person's good points. We won't have to resort to flattery so cheap and false. These are, you know, quoting the book mm -hmm. that it can be spotted almost before it comes out of your mouth. hundred percent. Don't tell them what they want to hear. If you genuinely feel like someone's a good speaker, tell them that. But if you think they're okay, but you want to kind of make them feel good about themselves and you say that, that's flattery. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, just in the book, genuine. it goes into, yeah, 100%. It goes into like a specific detail. Hey, Tim, you're a really good speaker. I like how you phrased this one thing. It really made me think. Right. Detail. It's not just, yeah. hey, Tim, you're a great speaker. Great, great job on that on that thing. Like, okay, like what what about it, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I really liked how you did this. It made me feel or think or whatever this way. That's that's sincere. Samuel, great job today. Everybody, great job. Want to say thank you very much to my fellow misfits, Matt Campisi, Tim Stevens, and Samuel Hernandez. My name is Jerry Black. Have a great day. That's it for today's stand up meeting. Remember. This isn't just a podcast, it's a weekly process to find the funk. You are front row at the birth of any of this comedy. It's open source, so please 
feel free to share this with people that you work with. If you share something funny with other people, their day will be brighter and you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it. Thank you very much for being here. Have a great day.